fans and rule the galaxy fans believe it or not it's joe in the pilot seat how many times have you heard that probably not 200 times but tonight we're celebrating episode 200 of the rule of the galaxy podcast and we pretty much got the entire crew together here so we're excited about that there are others that will be joining us throughout the evening it's going to be an extravaganza of guests and uh, friends dropping by but um as always, you know where to follow us. Uh, I'll let D-Doc say the magic beacon thing here in a minute, but Rule the Galaxy SW, Twitter, Instagram, just Rule the Galaxy on YouTube and Facebook. Rule the Galaxy SW at gmail.com and uh, Rule the Galaxy podcast on TikTok. I tell you what, boys, we've got a lot of stuff going on. And before we got all the guests coming on, I just wanted to take a few moments because it's going to get rowdy and crazy with some of the next few people coming in here to just um, do a couple quick shout outs. Uh, first shout out is to you four right here. Uh, D-Doc, Alfie, Nick, Brent, and there was no particular order. I was just reading who's in front of me here. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for being on this journey and having fun and just all the adventures we've had over the past few years. And uh, while we thought it was a release from COVID, when we started on this thing, here we are um, booking down the tracks at uh, stop number 200 and uh, would, wouldn't have done it with anybody else but you guys. You've been uh, the rock that's held hold all this together. So thank you guys so much and thanks for being a part of it. I, I want to give a shout out to all of your significant others as well as my significant other, um, you know, all the way around the board, our, our, our wives, um, put up with us uh, doing this week by week and, and thinking, gosh, you, you group of nerds, you're just sitting around talking about something that probably nobody pays attention to or anybody cares about. But um, you ladies have, have given us a chance to do this and you put up with us. So we thank you. If any of you are watching it live, see, we do appreciate you. We do, we do care. Um, but um, so that, and then, you know, a couple quick shout outs to, um, one of our people who can't be here, who's kind of become a regular co-host, and that's uh, Jessica Duchess. She's been doing a great job filling in from time to time. She is actually at Star Wars Celebration, uh, where some of our uh, other uh, little guests will be uh, over the next few days as well. But that's it. That's the spiel. We're going to have a bunch of people showing up here in the next 15 minutes. And it's going to start. So... You know what, D-Doc, you hurt your back today. You put all this together behind the scenes. I'm going to start with you. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Uh, if I let like a little shriek out at any point, it's just because I turned the wrong way. But yeah, I was uh, I was just literally sitting there putting a tile in and just turned and just like I thought I was having a heart attack. Honestly, it hurt so bad. 
So I'm I'm good right now. I'm I'm sitting down and you know I'm I'm just excited for this uh this show. We had a lot of fun prep leading up to this. It's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be a marathon. I'm ready for it. It is. It is. And being a guy who could actually probably be your dad on our age difference here, um, you know, Brent, I think, or Alfie one said, Hey, welcome to middle age. When you, when you just do something simple and you hit your back and next thing you know, you're dropping, you got a lot of that in your future. As we can see Alfie with the, uh, the brace on his wrist, Alfie, I'll go to you next. Anything more hurting on you today and how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good, man. I've been excited for this all day. And yeah, I hurt my neck today laughing at our conversation because <laughs> that's just the way life is now you know you just laugh a little too hard and your neck pops and now i can't look to the right very easily okay you know that reminds me of costanza on seinfeld right when he was getting ready to get married and he said mm-hmm. look i can't turn it's not a good turn it's not a good turn um so you can be costanza for the night if yeah. you want but thankfully it didn't you know hit uh, hinder my bowling game tonight. You know, I'm still able to get some frames in, got the nachos, we're ready to go. How many packs? But of- did you roll on Shabbos? <laughs> did you roll on Shabbos? It's Shomer Shabbos. I sure shit don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's starting already. Um, you know, anybody know the reference? Oh, I, absolutely. Big Lebowski. Okay, thank you, Donnie. Okay. Thanks. Anyway, Brent, you chimed in with movie lines already. How are you, brother? Well, when he's talking about getting some frames in, the one, the number one best bowling movie aside from Kingpin oh, is, big, is big Lebowski. Okay. So you got to talk about Lebowski. And you would John really like Kingpin. Well, yeah, I, I, I that's Kingpin. why I said aside from Kingpin. You got two, Lebowski and P- Kingpin. Name another bowling movie. Um, Uncle I, Buck? That's not a bowling movie. There's a scene. It has bowling in it. There's a scene. Like Kingpin and Lebowski are there often. You're a cheerleader? Anyways. You look firm. You're a cheerleader? <laughs> hey, pal, don't you have a game somewhere else? <laughs> oh, wow. You're not wow. going to get any strikes sitting here, are, are you? you? Are you going to okay. go King Ralph on us now, too, or what? No. Like, Let's talk about all the big fat men movies. <laughs> You, All right, so so how we do it? How long it's been since John Goodman's or John Goodman? How he's since John he's dead. Been gone? Oh, yeah, like twenty years, I think. Twenty five years. It's like ninety eight. I feel like yeah, something yeah, like that. Just crazy. Anyway, go ahead, Brent. Yeah. Uh, so here we are talking the talking the wars. I know you sit there and talk about us, but you know, really, it is you that pulls everybody back together. So I can't let you sit here and give and heap thanks and praise without us saying if it wasn't for you doing this thing with your son, I love the tagline and it's my part of my elevator speech as well. When I tell people about what podcast I'm on, um, I'm like, there's a guy started with his son. They wanted to rule the galaxy as father and son, which is fitting for the title of the podcast. Yep. And we go, and then I go from there. So yeah, that's kind of my, my elevator speech. So I appreciate you and the spawn having uh, the, the idea to start this. So it has, been, it has been a fun ride. And I'm glad he, I'm glad he talked me into doing it. And I'm glad you guys went along for the ride after he got pulled in a different direction. So um, thanks. Thanks, Brent. I appreciate that. Um, Nick Shesky, how the hell are you, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> Out of practice, guys. Holy smokes. I put on there that uh, y'all have your Twitter handles. I've not been active <laughs> on Twitter. It's so freaking long that I'm just fake host. 
because <laughs> guys, life has gotten in the way and, and I'm so glad y'all are doing this and so going and that you would even consider letting me jump back in and do the podcast tonight. Uh, I, we're good. I got two little boys keeping us on our toes. We've had a lot of health stuff and work stuff, but we're navigating through and making it happen. And I could not miss uh, episode 200. I've been uh, uh, missing text because I got on yesterday and I saw that there were 120 missed texts that I had in the Rule of the Galaxy thread. And I went, hold on. How do I read all hold, these? I can't keep hold up. on. That's from about four hours. Like, yeah. you must I mean. not be like that's that that's not that long like 120 is is easy a 2 to 3 hour stretch for this group that's what i'm saying i saw yeah. it and i'm i'm quickly scanning going who had a life event that happened oh no <laughs> great oh d doc awesome no it's usually alfie just making sure that he makes the point to me because i've said something and alfie is continually throwing his points back at me that's how it works Although i am excited about tonight because the the heated exchange well, not heated but the the cordial exchange back and forth was wonderful this week it was i feel like i'm sitting on the sidelines eating popcorn watching and spectating and it was all out of love it was all well, out of love there's and- a couple times when he wouldn't take the bait though <laughs> that really frustrated me because i worked hard on those baits I'm but so you're talking about taking the bait and I'm sure you're talking about the two of us going back and forth at each other. The one thing that I'm worried about or not worried about, but I'm, I'm waiting in anticipation for is some of our featured guests are, mm-hmm. have thrown us some sound bites and we have like, we got a teaser trailer in our text message string that there's going to be a battle Royale that started from one of the voice messages we got. And I want to know what the hell this text message is going to be. Well, um, I don't, I don't remember it being a battle royale because of one of the messages. But D Doc, before, before he, he, D Doc dropped the not, he's the one. Who, so give us more detail. I, so I, I said you're going to be blown away by oh, okay. what the okay. men yeah. did yeah. for it because it's you know insane. <laughs> D Doc, if you want, because we got a couple guests that'll be showing up here in like five or six minutes. You, you want to swing out and uh, grab Mr. Scott Ripon, uh, his his uh, message that he sent to us for All show right. 200. Let's put his picture up here in the corner here. There he right. is. Right, and and Joe, before he, as he's pulling up the, who is Scott Ripon? Scott Ripon, he is the most listened to man in South Georgia radio. He Part is, of the Star Wars, the Georgia Star Wars Mafia? It's, yes, the Georgia Star Wars Mafia, and he started uh, my Star Wars Story podcast. So he, that's where I originally started hearing uh, Scott, then I heard him with some of our future guests that'll be on here this evening. And uh, he's just been great. And he might become in Indianapolis this summer for, for family stuff. So if he is, we are definitely gonna have to hook up, but I started listening to it, but I wanted to be surprised with the rest of it. D doc, when you've got it ready, hit play. Guys, it's Scott Rifen. You guys are absolutely beautiful. Congratulations on your 200th episode. You know, I got to thinking about it, and outside of my like my daily podcast and my radio show, I've never done 200 episodes of any podcast I've ever done in my entire life. So kudos to you guys for that. I mean, I know what the achievement must be because I've never actually managed to get there, but you guys clearly have much more stamina than I have, and uh, I, I'm not going to ask how you got more stamina, if it was some kind of an herbal supplement or like a topical thing. Uh, topical. I know one time I did see a stamina supplement at Spencer's when I was younger, and I didn't know what it was. But uh, that doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars, now does it? Although, uh, no, technically, yes, it does, because I go deep into my bizarre Star Wars mind and remember that one time 
I did buy a Star Wars action figure at a Spencer's. In Kingsport, Tennessee, at the Fort Henry Mall, I bought a uh, the Rebel indoor figure, and I was incensed because they were three ninety nine, like in 1983, but I couldn't find them at home, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll take it. But anyway, you guys didn't want to hear any Gets of that. Gets even better. I just want to tell you, <laughs> yeah. congratulations, and let you know that anytime you need somebody to completely derail your podcast and take it off in bizarre directions that you had not even like anticipated, right especially ah. really weird old school Star Wars stuff. You call me anytime, except for Thursday nights, obviously, or else I'd be there tonight. So any anytime <laughs> at all that you want to call me uh, to be on your podcast and guest with you, I would love that, ex- except Thursday nights and and every other Wednesday. So. Uh, I will do any. I will drop anything anytime for you guys except Thursday. <laughs> He's, doing the, Steve He's doing the Steve Martin. He's doing the Steve Martin. I love it. I love it. Sunday also during football season, not so good. So really, anytime that you guys want me on the podcast, except Thursdays, every other Wednesday, Sunday during football season, Friday during football. Oh my season, God, that's the Steve Martin Saturday Night Live. Probably Saturday mornings because, in the immortal words of Biff Tannen, I sleep in on weekends. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I've been noodling around on a little song, like a tribute song to you guys, but I haven't finished it yet. I'm sorry. I couldn't get it done in time. But uh, it goes something like this. Now, remember, this isn't a finished product. This is like a work in progress type thing. So just bear with me here. Rule the Galaxy is the best podcast for you and also me. Where are you gonna find this much Star Wars chatter for free? And weekly, it will show up right there on your phone. The galaxy is ruled by guys who call indeed their home. Almost of the weeks is great. Only rarely will you say that one sucks. <laughs> and then there's some other words and singsy things that'll go there, but you know kind of how all of that goes. Anyway, I, I don't want to waste your time. I've probably already taken up way too much of your time anyway. Uh, but just know uh, you guys are awesome. Congratulations on 200 episodes. I look forward to being on each and every one of the next 200. Your program is genuinely a voice that welcomes all viewpoints, and that is one of the things that I appreciate most about it. You are what the community needs, even if some of the people in the community don't realize it yet. Much love. Scott Rifen signing off. Scotty Rifen. Did you that, guys think we get a song with our? That's first? a banger. I mean, that w- that flicked my bick. It was lit. I mean, yeah. you, what that other catch that slapped? What other catchphrases have we thrown out in this two hundred episodes? It was great. No cap. No cap. No cap. <laughs> so we got um, a weird science reference, and an extreme song, and a Steve Martin bit. And, oh, and, and Biff all Tannen. in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice his guitar went out of tune the longer he kept playing it? <laughs> no, it was great. He had a backing track too. That was yeah, nice. he did. Right, he like did. he yes, because he had like yes, backup vocals. It was him, but it was backup vocals in yeah. harmony. It was time that was wow. put into that. 
You know, we're we're going to have some guests pop on in a second, and I am um, I'm hoping they just listen to that because if not, they're they're we're going to have to send it to them separately. One of them well, being Steve Glosson. Yeah, Steve Glosson needs that. to hear that because there's <laughs> yeah. a part of me that thought that that was Steve's voice, and I I I know that's I don't know if I'm hating on either one of those guys. I'm sure that's a that's a Grammy Award winning theme song. <laughs> I Mark. You hit it out of the park on that. That is fantastic. Oh, gosh. Yes. And rural farm boy. Glad to hear from you, my friend. Um, yeah. So that that was our that was just our opener. We've got um, D-Doc. I'm sure you can tell me when they're ready to go. Bring them in. We've got uh, some guests and I'll introduce them. And D-Doc's got some background music for each one of them. And yeah. Oh, Steve can hear the song. So he he could hear the song. So that's going to be great. Um, yeah, I really it's hope gonna be he excellent. does his Rifen impersonation. Oh my gosh. Are we going to have another Umgate? Because we actually started an Umgate <laughs> and brought, I believe, Steve out of retirement so Steve and uh, <laughs> Rifen could have an argument about Umgate and podcasting and and their like, fake like uh, Matt Damon, Jimmy Kimmel argument uh, uh, yes. deal going on. We did. It was surprising to hear us on uh, being talked about on on uh, Geek Out Loud, but we, we um, Gate started here. So, and Jack Harvey, who's one of our upcoming guests, says he can't unhear that song either. So, <laughs> D Doc, whenever you're ready to unveil these guys, so let me. All as, right. you, as you bring them in, I apologize because I I couldn't help but sing the hum the lines to the song because it's such a catchy song. I might have. It was beautiful. It, it was, was amazing. Song. Yeah. Oh. oh man. I am Yeah, he did his own harmonies and everything. So was, here's uh here's our first intro song of the night. Oh it got knocked out in the first round or second round. I that was the greatest podcast bit I've ever had. <laughs> I and that is introducing our good friend, the, the host of Geek Out Loud, the big honkin' show, and just one of the most fun guys I know in the community, Mr. Steve Glosson. Steve, welcome and thanks for being a part of it. I can't follow that, guys. I'll see you later. Have a great show. Congratulations on two hundred. Glosson out. <laughs> at the same time gloss and i do have to say i just finished the final four of your uh your tv theme songs yep and yep. actually you know what i actually didn't see hear the championship i got to the championship and then i got oh. to my location yeah but but i your theme song got knocked out but i also am slightly surprised you didn't go with smallville as your intro music <clears throat> no no he, he complained enough about this one <laughs> that, that i said i have to pull this one out as his theme song i was like he was very it was hitting the nerve during it the hurt show. it hurt it was a hard it was a hard <laughs> loss for old uh for greatest right here but now listen when you listen to that dallas theme that dallas theme slaps and there's a lot happening in the orchestra on a star wars podcast we're talking about the dallas theme song by the way um okay. and that is why i am the official derailer um, but yeah, that Dallas theme is this. There's there are special things happening in the theme to to the hit TV series Dallas, um, and so I, I you know I came to accept it. What I could not accept was the um, that people were voting for a theme 
over another thing just because they had not seen the show and, right. and I'm referencing Sight in particular. And uh, and and I've 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 only gone off on the listeners to Geek Out Loud probably that one time <laughs> in my life. Uh, I, I you know I was just I was gobsmacked because they were like, well, I haven't seen Sight. I'm like, it's not what I just played you enough of the theme to know that it's better than whatever it was up against. And then I'm like, you know what? Stop. For 15 years, I've been podcasting. And for 15 years, I've actually gone and listened to you guys say, well, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. And I come back and say, well, it's not really good. And you're like, you got to give it to like the fifth episode. You got to give it to the second season, sometimes even as much as the third season. And I'm like, this show is good from the get go. Go watch it and then come back to me. And I had a lot of people come back and say, we're sorry. We should have voted for the psych theme. I'm like, you should have voted for it on its musical merits. And then you got one of the chat talking about how the Muppet Show, the Muppet Show, is a superior Emperor and Son. Yeah. Yes. You also didn't like that Hawaii Five O got knocked out as well. By I the way, didn't. Hawaii Five O is classic. That's it become is. that's become a jam that I've actually really enjoyed and and, and loved a lot. It's something. It's something really special. So well, we we really I know some of us have been listening to it. And like I told you, I, I really enjoyed it. So I appreciate that. Steve, I have a question before we get going here, because we're going to introduce our other guests that's coming in right now. I'm not leaving. Uh, you don't have to leave. I'm not. Um, I, I don't want you to. <laughs> I'm um, here all night. Listen, but, the only way I can outdo what Scott Riefen did is just to be here for the whole night. No, you one. You can do one thing. You can do one thing. And oh, anytime an animal is mentioned. Anytime yes. an animal is mentioned, you bring out the David Attenborough voice. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Oh, I'm gonna have to get some images. I'm gonna have to do some work here and get some images <laughs> to add into this. Some Star so, Wars creatures. I'll I just had that. to uh, jump off here, man, because All right, see I ya. wanted to hear that Dallas theme, and you're right, that does slap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve, I don't know if you've ever been on a show before with an Indy car driver, a guy who's actually been in the Indianapolis 500. But wow, our, our no. next guest is. He he is uh, uh, becoming a just a good friend, and he's a good friend to my son, and we appreciate him. He's IndyCar driver, Ray Hall Letterman, Lanigan team. Uh, he's a, well, I call him a modern day pod racer because you know, I mean, you have to be to be able to do that. You got to have some Jedi skills, and he's just a huge Star Wars fan, and he's really into collecting Star Wars cards. Play play his theme song, and let's bring in Mr. Jack Harvey. I don't he's, see his theme on our list, Joe. I don't know. It's the it's I gave it to you. It is hold on. I have the Excel sheet on my phone right here. I don't see it. This is this is awesome production. The, um, <laughs> distance. You know, we're going the distance. The distance. Live. We're going Just for speed. We're going the distance. Come on, Did somebody else. See that on there? We're getting know. copyrighted. And was that <laughs> well, we're definitely getting copyrighted. There's no All right. doubt about if you that. can't get, if you don't bring it up, just bring up the man because he is awesome and I want to make sure he hops in. <laughs> just play the music, Dan. Just play the music. Somehow the gray Jedi uh, gets the Cantina song. So Jack Harvey. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you could stop in here for a while. Steve's not leaving, but you're, you, I'm glad you're here for a little while to be a part of the 200th episode. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing good, guys. Uh, thanks for that epic intro. I was there just kind of in the background, backstage, waiting for this theme tune to rip. And I'm sorry. I, I listened to someone riff, and then awesome <laughs> intro, and then just 
<laughs> brought us back down to real real life here. Hey, okay. I've said all along this show is run by bubblegum, shoestrings, and and like you know we're just rubber bands. We're just held together loosely here. So hey, that's cool. But uh, but I look, I I just enjoyed your show recently. You did with Joey the live show where you guys were opening up those packs of Star Wars cards. What what uh, are those? new what what cards are those because that was blowing me away how good those look yes so they i don't even know how this like new hobby started uh but like card collecting has been one of them and uh what we were ripping the other day is the top star wars chrome beskar edition uh for the mandalorian and they're pretty cool and to be honest i think your boy got a better box than I did on that day, which uh, I was both happy about and then a bit miffed because I actually like to collect this stuff. And he, you know, was just kind of tagging along for a good time. And uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's been fun, man. I just, like I tried to uh, tell, you know, my girlfriend, my parents, uh, although I've decided to start collecting cards, my interest in things have pretty much been the same as what they are. It's just I'm collecting and accumulating more, nope. just more stuff, you know. You, you do that and then then all of a sudden you know you get married you have kids and unless you're alfie then then you you get rid of a lot of stuff but alfie now has an entire barn that he's continued to collect so, like it gives me man. so much anxiety to see it all out like that yeah i had no idea so um we, we had a funny bit on that show talking about like guest rooms and how you kind of want one just to let people know they can stay, but don't feel obligated to stay. And that's where you put out, you know, the bits that you want out, but maybe not everyone to see all the time. <laughs> and, you know, that's uh, so our guest room has temporarily become my trading card room. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Um, do, you, do you have a race coming? I know, I know we're going to talk about, and I'm going to see you down at the track during the month of May. Do you have a, do you have a race coming up? You guys were just in Texas. Uh, what's the next thing on your agenda? Uh, so we've got this weekend off and then we actually head out to the West coast and go to uh, long beach. So, I mean, I, I love that track. It's really cool. Uh, I could, I tried to find a few local card shops to, uh, to stop in. But the thing that I'm most annoyed about, uh, did you know that star Wars celebration is in London this yeah. week? Yeah. Like, I didn't realize it was in London because had I have known that I probably would have tried to fly back for it. I, I think I you just, can still pull it off. I mean, Ray, Ray Hall's team, they could probably put you on the private jet and get you over there, right? Yeah, I, I'll call Bobby now and be like, Bobby, send a plane. I've got to go Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. Just let's make it happen, okay? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You you were on the show here tonight with a good friend of ours here, Steve Glosson. I don't know if you've ever checked out his podcast. I know you've been on ours. I know you've listened to ours. Have you ever checked out Geek Out Loud podcast? I haven't, but after hearing the camaraderie between you guys and things like that, I may well have to check it out when I uh, hop off here in a little bit. Stop, stop. Listen, don't you don't feel obligated. It's it'll be a waste of your time. You've got better things to do. You've uh, got that's, that's a, you've that's got a strong selling though. point. Well, Thanks. I I will tell you that one of the things about Steve's show is it gets you into other things you didn't know you were interested in, like Marvel and DC Done. and all this. Uh, DC kind of. Uh, kinda, Marvel for sure. Okay, kinda. Okay. Hold up a second. Yeah, it's a bother. Yeah, what? What? And that oh, one, nice. actually, that wasn't. I put my hat on for you guys, but I didn't. This was something I was literally just drinking out of. So, 
That's gorgeous. Yeah. Jack, back back before the pan- one. back before the pandemic, a friend of mine and I, we because it was easy to buy like vintage cards, like non-sports cards. And so we were buying boxes of like Batman uh, 89. Um, I, I've got, we did a box of Superman. We did a box of Superman 2. Um, we did a box of uh, Return of the Jedi, second series Return of the Jedi cards. And oh, awesome. just, had a, just had a blast breaking those things open. And then pandemic hits and everyone stuck at home on eBay. And suddenly yeah. the price of those vintage cards just went through the roof astronomically. And mm-hmm kind of ruined the hobby but i still i've i've tr- i've done trading cards since i was a little little boy and um and i love it i tops to me has has kind of messed it up with all their parallel sets and trying to rainbow a set and everything and, and it's all about did i get a hit in this box because i was always like i want to collect the whole set sure. and then and then you come along and find out oh we've got uh, we've got red cards blue cards green cards here's the silver card it's one of 500 and you're yeah. like oh. you know it but it's a uh, it, it that's an addictive thing, and then you and before you know it, you've got stacks upon stacks of cards. You've got notebooks with sheets full of cards. Yeah. And where do I even put these things now? I mean, and, I've got a list on my phone now as well. Like if I go somewhere, the like what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like this, this, this fandom. This is how it starts. Well, yep. it's how it starts. It's terrible. So yeah. what's number? So what's number one on Jack Harvey's Grail list of cards that he's looking for? And and are these Star Wars cards? Or are they also sports cards? Well, uh, yes, all the <laughs> oh, uh, don't the discriminate. Packs, no. We pretty much do everything. Um, if I could pick, if I could get like one Holy Grail, there's a triple auto right now that you can get, and it's uh, Harrison Ford um mark hamill and uh uh gary fisher uh, correct yeah i just think that would be like that's got to be the holy grail right but most definitely most and definitely. then it's been it's been fun because as you were talking about like I, I, i'm i'm happy at the entry point that i've got in at this hobby because it's not at the peak and it, it certainly feels like it's fallen off a little bit but man there's so many different like sets there's so many different companies you know, and for me, like it started out with, you know, Formula One cars and then obviously Star Wars and a bit of Marvel. Then you start dabbling in them and you're like, okay, well, this is Star Wars Chrome Black. This is Mandalorian Chrome Beskar Edition. And this is just <laughs> exactly. non-chrome. And you're like, <laughs> it's, it's the first time in a long time where I really felt like a fish out of water. I just, I went to the card shop and I was like, educate me. <laughs> there you so, go. Do you have the C- C-3PO boner card? Oh my gosh! Well, no, no. But I have a feeling Steve get, does. If you get your hands on it, that's worth some money. You may want to consider what a, selling that. What a terrible way to put it, though. By the way. <laughs> well, I actually just was listening to that book from Anthony Daniels, and I texted the guys and I said, "I just listened to this twice. Am I hearing it right that someone edited that's, that into that's a card?" How I felt just then. I'm like, wait, we're not about to have a language. Like barrier here, miscommunication, <laughs> are we? So this is this is the box of Superman cards we open, nice. and like vintage cards boxes that have been left over usually have a big black streak across them. And if I if we hadn't opened this thing, I wouldn't be rich right now, but I wouldn't be as broke as I am. <laughs> let me uh, see. Let me see if I can find that card. I do have that card. Let me see you, if I can find it. You, you got, got the three PO card? Yeah. Oh goodness, goodness. What? Awesome. That's cool. <laughs> Well, Jack, we um, as as we as we have Steve do his searching there. Do you guys have any other questions for 
for Jack while Steve's doing some searching here? So, Jack, I know it was probably a couple weeks ago, but everything good with the wreck? Because I, I turned it on, and then I see I hear that Jack got into a wreck, and I texted the boys, and then we all kind of had a check, text train. So you're back yeah. in the car. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah, okay. all good. Yeah, I, actually, I missed one of the uh, test days that we had, uh, and in the end kind of diagnosed it as a uh, you know really bad uh, right wrist sprain. Uh, luckily, no surgery. Uh MRI scan came back good and yeah we obviously got the race done in Texas and I mean that didn't go exactly how we hoped it would have uh, but I mean we've been I, it's difficult to just say we've been working harder because that makes it seem like we weren't working hard before but I mean this this week has been an intense week I actually uh, just got off the simulator I was there over in Brownsburg working with Honda and the team on uh, their simulator just to try and you know fix a little bit this deficit that we that we have but uh yeah i mean wrist and everything's doing like really well now so uh i mean we, we're gonna have like one thing to worry about we don't need like 10 other things so that was pretty grateful about that so it wasn't sebulba throwing a loose part out at you that caused it with your pod racing no i mean i gotta say it didn't help when that car hit the barrier and then bounce back on track. That felt like kind of an unnecessary thing for us all to, <laughs> to, to go through. But uh, yeah, we, we talked about it on the show. I mean, I just, that's, it's my favorite Lego set. It's my, one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars pretty much got me into racing. I think just the pod racing, I just, I'm here for it. I just love it. Absolutely. I feel like they, uh, on like an episode of like one of the spin-offs, I feel like that's a fun episode to like, you know, did you watch Bad Batch? Yeah, oh, did yeah. you see the Bad Batch of yeah. what, what, Riot what, Racing? That's like, that's kind of pod racing. It was not <laughs> that's, that's so, kind of pod racing. So, so it wasn't quite, it didn't quite live up to the pod racing from episode one, like, so from your point of view? So I actually got to say, I really, I like the Bad Batch might be my favorite animation that Star Wars have made. I just, I love everything about it. I, I hated that they put it on the same day as that Mandalorian got uh and i just i feel like people shifted then their their focus and their attention but I, I love the bad batch i think it's so cool and i actually really did like that that episode uh and i kind of got the sense that they were about to you know tech was gonna do one because they just started to make us like him and then like every good thing they just took him away you know and that really <laughs> that, that, that me off r.i.p d-dog griffinson pouring one out for my dead homies is that what you were doing over there absolutely yeah like when sammy sosa used to go up to bat you know just putting it up there for my boy tech i miss him i, I, I shed feel. tears i said i said i put my kid down for a nap and i said oh well i could knock out the bad batch finale and then uh, here i am a grown man with my child sleeping and me shedding tears for an animated star wars show but that's the power I like of star you, wars i like that you felt safe enough in this environment to share that because that's probably Absolutely. not something I would have shared with any of my <laughs> <laughs> But I respect Tech was my boy. It. Actually, my, one of my favorite cards that I have uh, is a Crosshair autograph card numbered 99 out of 99. Oh, man. And I, and I showed someone who I thought was a Star Wars fan and I showed him the back because it, it was a numbered one and I was buzzing to get 99 out of 99 and it fell flat and that's when I realized they're not a fan. <laughs> True. There is 99. a there is a there is a diverse array of Star Wars fans and what they're into. We were at Celebration Five back in 
2010 in, in Orlando. And um, I was hanging out with a dude and we sat down at a place just to chill for a minute. And the, the guy came up to the table like, hey, can I sit down? And we're like, sure. So we strike up a conversation with the guy and he's like, yeah, I'm not really that much into the movies. I really like the video games. Okay. And I just kind of tilted my head, you know, like a dog does when he when he hears a weird noise. I'm like, not that much into the movies. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't really do much collecting. I'm just in the video game. What? And and like it was a revelation for me. Like, you mean there are people that don't like fill their shelves with Star Wars action figures and and know the know every line in the movie by heart? Uh, you know, and so yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't know if this will work out or not. Um, I said. Yeah. So that is, don't ever bring that card to Anthony Daniels. Uh, no. He will take it and rip it up. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. not a fan Why? of that. He doesn't yeah, like that card. I guarantee you he would do that. That guy was was awesome and animated, and I felt so bad for the poor sound guy that didn't turn his mic on when it was supposed to come on, and he just railed into him of like, you missed your cue. Let's do it over again. And then the guy missed it a second time. He's oh. like, you missed it again. I don't. I can't help you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, takes I love that you have that card, though. By the way, that's just awesome. It is. I, it's one that I stumble. I, like, I as I said, I as a little boy, I had Empire Strikes Back cards because I was three years old when that movie came out, and you know it was just pictures for me to look at, basically. Mm -hmm. And I still have those just over in a box somewhere. But um someone just had a bunch of extra cards that listened to the show and they sent me just a huge swath of their extras. And this was in the pile. And um, I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> That's an, I love that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, real quick. Uh, D doc has, has our next, as our next person showed up for the, for the show. Cause I think yes. these guys will enjoy the intro music. And I did. I'm sure that I will me. enjoy someone's interview. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! By the way, at the starting line, engines See? pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up, churning and burning. You, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. See, that was okay. good. That was good. That was good. That would have been a lot better. Yeah. So you, yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to that as you're walking out? This is like right before gentlemen start your engines, or I, I might have to because the the other riff that I heard first is, is still very much in my, <laughs> my mind. Uh, so this it's hard to get to out of new there. one. If yeah. you see us at the 500 this year, and I'm just walking in a straight line, and my head's just doing this. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't got a concussion. I'm just I'm jamming. That, uh, well, wow. that Wait. song just felt like it it fit for you. So uh, you. we're we're gonna have another get. Jack, you can go whenever you need. You don't, when, however much time you've got, you can stay. Yeah, well, actually, I'm going to, I got to shoot off, guys. But yeah. So I just want to say congratulations to all of you on 200 episodes. I mean, that's just such an unbelievable uh, achievement. It's a huge time commitment. I get that. So I want to say congratulations to you guys. Congrats to your significant others for tolerating this <laughs> as well as they do, clearly. Uh, I love this community. Uh, I love that you guys have, you know, kind of graciously let me join it uh in in whether it's for just star wars trivia cards whatever really uh, i appreciate you all congratulations again thanks no problem and we'll, we'll see you out at the track i've got some cards for you and we, we, all all star wars fans should be rooting for jack harvey in indy car so awesome thank you guys congratulations thanks. yep thank you um our next so, guest go ahead brent just anyone who's a star wars fan and doesn't know who jack harvey is 
Google, I, you'll probably find it if you go to Google Images. Google Star uh, Jack Harvey mm-hmm. Indy 500 2022 helmet. And he oh. had a custom-made Star Wars helmet with TIE Fighters and X-Wings. And, and Obi and Skywalker. All so over sweet. it. And so it's a sweet. cool look. It, the helmet was like custom made. So if you want to take a look at it, if you haven't seen it, Google Jack Harvey Indy 500 helmet 2022. You hey, can see I, an image. It's pretty cool. I just Googled him to kind of figure out what was going on here, make sure I knew what IndyCar racing was. Yeah. And, for you. Um, <laughs> and, I, and so I Googled him. And I got to tell you guys, no offense to any of you, but I think that that may be the best looking man I've ever been on a podcast. With. <laughs> is that the prettiest man you ever saw? I am. I am now got a man crush on Jack Harvey. Well, you've you've heard Scott Ripon sing, and you've seen a handsome man in Jack. Well, Harvey. listen, you know, Glosson's going to come on there, there with Jack Harvey and act like he doesn't know what indie racing is. What do you mean you don't know what indie racing is? Of course, you know who Jack Harvey is. Well, uh, you know what? Keep Can't believe that- I miss Jack Harvey and Glosson. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, so we're, <laughs> our next guest, this guy um, has been gracious enough to be on our show a few times. He is a Star Wars voice actor. He's an audiobook narrator for Star Wars. I was told by Michael Havens of the ICCC that this is his favorite Grand Admiral Thrawn voice. And the Duchess said this is her favorite Mark. Markion Row. It used to be Marcion Row uh, voice, but this is our good friend Mark Thompson, and he created his own intro song. Marky, Marky, Mark Thompson. Marky, Mark, it is Marky Thompson, and it is now Marky Thompson. He is the guy who narrates these books, some Star Wars audio Wow. Hey. <laughs> um, that was intense. I loved it. How, I don't know how many voices you had layered on top of each other, but it was awesome. Mark, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Um, Mark, have you ever, you've met most of us right here. Have you ever met Steve Glosson from Geek Out Loud? Uh, no, I have not. How are you doing, Steve? All right, Mark. How are you? Good to meet you, man. Thanks hey, for being too. on our 200th episode. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm taking over the podcast from these guys. Oh, that's awesome. So, wow. if, you know, we're we're like, you know, the junior, we're the minor league of, of podcast. Uh, uh, Glosson over there has probably got a thousand in with uh, with Geek Out Loud. Oh, but, wow. no, I'm, it's a race to 300 now because I'm at 289, oh. which means it's going to take me at least three years to hit those next 11 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Mark, thanks so much. I know you did a show with us recently. Um, with with uh, the Duchess leading the way, yes, uh, you know she is so she was so excited to speak with you about all the High Republic and all the work you're doing. And uh, I, you know, I'm sorry we missed out. You were just in Indy. We we didn't get. A I chance know. To meet sorry up. about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, how's everything going? And and uh, what's going on in the world of Mark Thompson? Uh, things are going good. Um, I've been kind of starting to hit the convention circuit a little bit for some of the anime stuff I've been doing. So I've been getting to meet some fans of some of the Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh stuff I do. Um, and then I think uh, the latest High Republic audiobook released uh, yesterday, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Cataclysm. Yep. And that it's a really, really good one. It's uh, it's super awesome. And uh, Lydia Kang did that. And uh, it's it's got some epic Jedi action in that. So that's that's been kind of fun. And uh, yeah, things are going well. I'm excited to be here. Good, good. Well, we we appreciate you being here on the 200th episode. And, and uh, you know, 
Michael Havens, who runs the IEEE. I, I got you two connected, uh, the gentleman down in Nashville. Yes. And when, <laughs> no problem. When he, when he was on our show a week or two back, he, he was like, wait a minute. I get all these guys on my, I uh, come to my convention. You've got Mark Thompson coming on your show. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, how am I not getting Mark Thompson? I was like, well, I'll <laughs> give you his number if he says it's okay. Um, but uh, he was just like, I want him at the IEEE. So it, it's really cool that, that we've formed a relationship and you've been gracious enough to come on. And we, we've um, got, still got all your different intros and your bumpers that you created for us of your different voices. We appreciate that. And if I was better at this, I would be able to use them more in our show. So <laughs> I will work on that. And uh, D-Doc and my son, Joey, are going to help me make that uh, more more part of what we do. when We go into and out of breaks and so forth. But uh, what else besides Star Wars are you working on? What else is I, I well, one, I'm surprised they didn't drag you all the way over to Star Wars Celebration in Europe. I know I have major FOMO right now. I'm like dying. I, I have a couple of buddies over there and I'm going to be living through their Instagram feeds. But uh yeah, I, I would have loved it, but I, uh, I didn't get an invitation and uh, I couldn't oh. quite swing it on my own this year. So I got you. I got you. Boys, I, as usual, I take charge of the stuff and go. It's your show. Ask questions, any of you. I, b- because of the intro, I'm just curious. How many different voices do you have in your head? Like, Because not all audio narrators go through and create a voice for everything. You have voices for most of your characters. So is there do you have a number of voices that you've created over the years of doing these things? I, I have not um tried to number them, but I, I know like on any given book, there's usually close to eighty or ninety, you know, between sixty and ninety characters. So um and you know, obviously some of those are slight variations on other other ones and things like that. But yeah, it's 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 probably in the hundred to 150 range of you know impersonations and little things and stuff like that so <laughs> you know we um we, we uh, we've got a, another guy who does voices right here on the show if we can talk <laughs> him into it uh i don't know i don't know mark if you've heard of david david attenborough who does the oh, of uh, course the, the could we have a dueling david attenborough do you have a david <laughs> attenborough i don't do this to me joey Okay. Listen, it, All right. This All man right. is Joe. This man is a professional. <laughs> he is a professional. I am some schlub that sits behind a microphone in his freaking Star Wars room and just talks about random things and makes people tries to make people laugh. Do not do this to me. <laughs> It'll still work, Steve. It'll still work. Mark, I've, I've got a question. I love I love the medium of audiobooks. It's become mm. kind of my preferred way to read. Oh, cool. And I always find myself wondering what is the the general amount of time it takes to get one of these recorded and, and, and finished up on, uh, as far as your part goes? I know with Star Wars audio, a lot of times they'll do a lot of production elements afterwards, but, but with your reading of the book, sitting down from, from, from start to finish, how much time is spent in the studio doing that for you? Well, for me, uh, it's uh, it takes about five days pretty much from 10 in the morning till six at night. So like mm-hmm. I get like, you know, let out for food and bathroom and stuff like that. <laughs> but otherwise it's like, read, read. Right. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely not the fastest reader in the world. I think like January Lavoy can probably do it in like three or four days. And like, uh, I know, um, I think Jonathan Davis is probably a little quicker as well, but like, I, I tend to get a little, uh, stumbly and jumbly and kind of trip over my words and stuff. So I, I give the editors, uh, a lot to do and uh, they definitely earn their paychecks when they're with me <laughs> but uh 
Um, but but yeah, it's it so it takes me a, definitely a, a huge chunk of time. So you're doing you're doing eight hour days, just reading and 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 of course slipping into the voices and stuff as you need to. But um, how does your voice hold up doing that? That I mean, to me, you know, I go three hours on a show and I'm like, well, I'm done. That's it yeah. for me for the rest of you know the month. Yeah. See you it, next time. Yeah, it's definitely the most like you know I always feel stupid complaining about it because there's obviously so much more difficult jobs in the world <laughs> you know but like of all, of all the stuff i do like audiobooks is the most you know demanding and like you, you, i definitely feel pretty wiped and kind of come home and i'm catatonic and uh, and i've had to record a couple books with like strep throat and that was like really bad like you know like i definitely um felt like i you know was bleeding or something from the throat yeah. so Ooh. Uh, so yeah, those, those, it, it can, it can be very, very, uh, grueling. Do you, do you have a favorite now? Okay. Do you have a favorite that you do of star Wars characters? And do you have a favorite outside of that, that you just fall into sometimes my son does impersonations all the time and I'll be having a conversation with him and he'll slip into a character and he won't even realize it because oh, nice. it's part of him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do you do you find yourself doing that or do you have favorites that kind of just come out from time to time? Uh, I don't know if they just come out. I'll definitely do like I'll, I'll kind of like parrot things. Like if I hear an interesting voice on the street, mm -hmm. I'll like, you know, get about half a block down and then I'll start mimicking what I heard them say, <laughs> whatever, you know, and a lot of that's kind of like research and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I'm like, "Ooh, I'm going to file that away for a higher public book." <laughs> um, so yeah, but I I love um you know, like Jar Jar is fun to do just in, you know, when you're with hanging out like Misa on the Galaxy 200 episode. Um, but, you know, Yoda is my all time favorite. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I don't know if I, there's not too many occasions where you can casually slip into that though. So, okay. All right. <laughs> Would you say, again, going outside of Star Wars, I know you've done plenty of animated things that weren't related to that. Like you said, uh, anime, different things. Is there somebody that would blow us away that you'd say, "Hey, I really enjoy doing this character"? I, it's going to be a boring answer. I'm sorry, but like I, I uh, I'm not like I'm usually the quiet guy in in the in the audition room. Like, there's usually you get like dueling Christopher Walkins or you know uh, or kind of people doing their you know different impersonations of of uh, guys and the and, and the voice actors like to like top each other and stuff like that. But I kind of find myself sitting back and listening most of the time, and I, I kind of you know file it away and kind of work on it later but i'm not you know uh I, i'm not as uh extrovert sure. when it comes to that stuff you know like i yeah i don't know it's kind of it, boring sorry go ahead, <laughs> You're fine. no so like i think we've talked about this a number of times but i don't know if i've ever asked you this question your style because everybody's got a little bit different style because you missed mentioned january you missed mentioned jonathan davis their their reading style their narration style is a little bit different and they don't do as many of the what I'll call character full on character pops and impersonations. Like when I listen to yours, you have a lot more of those voices. How long did it take you to develop that style? And when, when did you know that that's the way you wanted to go with it? Uh, it probably took me three or four years because um, when I started doing the Legacy of the Force series, that was like the first ever audiobook I'd ever done. So I think I got hired because I could kind of mimic, you know, uh, to some varying degrees of success, like Han or Luke or some of these other guys. Um, and, you know, I, I was kind of ready to do that, but I wasn't really focused on the storytelling aspect of it. And uh, 
you know, I always tell this story, but like Kevin Thompson, who's the director of a bunch of these, uh, really kind of coached me and kind of like talked me through the importance of not just making the character voices, but um, like really trying to make sure that you're putting the same amount of energy into the the prose and the the narration and kind of the inner monologues and stuff like that. And uh, so that I think marrying those two is where I kind of ended up landing in terms of my particular style. Um, and uh, it, that that's what makes it engaging for me if, 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 if I try to focus on sure. both of those. So, yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, any, anybody go ahead, Alfie. When you're doing an audiobook, is it difficult not to get caught up in the story that you're reading as in like, cause I, I can just, I can picture like in my mind reading game of Thrones or something and wanting to like skip past so much stuff to get uh -huh. to the next part. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, hard yeah. is it not to do that? It's, it's definitely challenging. Like I, I think that was one of the skills I had to learn because for me, when I first started, especially the dialogue is what was really interesting to me. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to kind of just do like straight up radio play and like, you know, so, so I, I was kind of like, yada, 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 yada. Okay. You know, Chewy, come on. Like you get to the, get to the good stuff, you know? Um, but then, um, like as I learned how important the descriptions of, you know, what the rooms look like and what people are thinking right. were to setting up the dialogue, then, then I started paying more attention to that. And then now I kind of feel like if I, if I can get a little bit lost in the story and kind of get in like a zone with it, uh, I actually feel like it's better because then I can, I can get the, the emotion starts to come out as I'm discovering, you know, things as I'm performing it or whatever. And, and then, you know, but then in inevitably I'll mispronounce a word or I'll, I'll invert something. And then I have to, you know, and then I kind of lose the flow and like, ah, you know, <laughs> so it's like, like it's hard sometimes hard to sometimes make, it, make it word perfect and, you know, emotionally connected. So. Gotcha. Yeah. That was going to be my question of how many, like, if, do you have somebody, with star wars that you're able to go hey how do you pronounce that like i'm thinking of like mithron yorodo like the first yeah. you you're like how the heck do you say that do you have or is it just confidence of like say it with confidence and that's what it is from now on <laughs> i sometimes i try to do that and then like you know three or four paragraphs later kevin's like uh hold on we totally mispronounced that word we got to go back <laughs> um but like basically the way it's supposed to work is uh we we send a list of words we're not sure about how to pronounce to Lucasfilm, and they give us this giant spreadsheet of like you know this is how you pronounce so and so mm. words you know, but what you know so every once in a while, um, a word will maybe get pronounced differently on some other book somewhere or on some other TV show or something, and that's where you know you can get into the debates of Leia Leah or Han Han or, you know, so, and it's just, it's such a, it's such a massive, you know, <laughs> well, that was, that was a George Lucas thing, right? Didn't he say yeah. different people are going to say it in different places. Right. Different yeah. Ways. So you so. usually we default to that when there's conflict and we're like, ah, <laughs> tomato, tomato, you know, Twi'lek, Twi'lek, you know, <laughs> so yeah, no, no, no. Um, <clears throat> i tell you what, uh, I'm, I, I, I'd be interested if we could maybe get Steve to do a character or two, but I don't want to put him on the spot um, because uh, Mark, I think you'll really enjoy it. And, and actually what's funny, Mark is on his podcast. I, I, I give him grief all the time because 
he has all these commercials, fake commercials he puts in there and fake whatever oh, wow. he does voices and all those. So he, you know, he says he's a schlub in a Star Wars room, but the guy, the guy can pull this stuff off. D-Doc, do you have any pictures of any creatures or anything that you can pull up? Yes. Where no, Mr. Just, Steve could. Yeah, I hope I know what these, the, uh... the, the key is, do I know what these are? Yeah. <laughs> you will, you will, you will. If I know what they are, I'm like, I'm like okay. a mid-tier Star Wars fan. You'll know, you'll definitely know. All right. We'll see. We'll All see right, about so that. Just keep All your right. eyes directed towards the Rule to Galaxy podcast uh, logo in the corner and we'll throw some stuff up there. Like a, it's like a, like an eye exam. <laughs> is it too small for you? I could like. Uh, so I ha- I've got it. I've got it. <clears throat> Across the sands of Tatooine comes the Bantha. This furry, lovable creature gives birth to some of the greatest riders of our time. But be careful; <laughs> they always ride in single file to hide their numbers. The Bantha carries the Sand People, but the Bantha. Does not carry their aggression. Oh, <laughs> like a bantha, write it like a bantha. <laughs> That's amazing. That was beautiful. Oh, what do we got next here? Oh, we got a rancor. Oh, rancor. Mm. <laughs> a rancor <laughs> has stumbled in. Beneath mighty Jabba's palace dwells the mighty rancor. Its native home of Fallujah, with its glowing flowers. And it's scary looking natives who often ride the rancor have nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now. I'm speaking of the one underneath Jabba's throne. No wonder he's angry. He's underneath Jabba's throne. Uh, But that's the beauty of what you're doing because that was a deep Force Unleashed cut. Thank you. From the video game. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if they're really from Fallujah or not. I just remember they were in the Force Unleashed. That they were probably the last Star. That's probably the last Star Wars video game I ever played. Out no Lego Star Wars. Okay. Did you you not play Fallen Order? No, no. Oh, I don't so really good. have a, I don't have a gaming system anymore. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought they yeah. were from Dathomir. Dathomir is what I meant to say. <laughs> well, I guess neither one of them are canon Maybe. anymore. Yeah, because uh, the Sisters bad badge. Weren't the Night Sisters the first ones to ride the Rancors? Basically, the Rancors are from all over the galaxy. <laughs> they spread out. Oh, the Wampa. That's what I know. That's from Hoth. That's exactly right. Mark, Watch do you, out. Do you ever You're do building a snowman. Be careful. The Wampa may get you. Always on the hunt for meat. The Wampa loves to kill his prey, drag them back to his lair, and hang them up in an icy visage. That's it. Uh, All right. Oh, the (laughs) So, Mark, real quick, another question to throw it back and kind of be a little bit more serious. Like, (laughs) what? We talk. Because we are so serious. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) One of the first times, right? One of the first times that you were on, we talked about the National Forensics League and coaching. Like, I helped coach. Oh, yes. And character pops and stuff like that. One of the first things that I told the kids was with their pieces, they need to have it memorized because. Once you have it memorized, it's easier for you to pop in and out of your characters. Yeah, so what yeah. I what I'm getting at is, do you memorize these novels? Because we talked before, you pop in and out of characters as you read. Do you commit about 400 pages to memory? No way, mm. no. There's no possible <laughs> way. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, I might try to get a line of dialogue 
you know, memorized a beat before I'm going into it so that I can switch a little easier. Um, but you know, that's kind of all being done on the fly and like, as you go or whatever. So what is the secret to turning pages without it coming across on the microphone? <laughs> uh, that, so that used to be a major issue like that. that I used guess to you have. Big, I'm sorry. I guess you swipe nowadays. Yeah, now so. it's iPad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Now it's like, you know, like your fingernail or, or I'd heard I, I, in talking in talking with people like James Arnold Taylor and Ashley Eckstein. And, and I, I got to interact with some of the folks from from like the Clone Wars and stuff. They would always talk about. I had to learn how to turn the pages of the script without it, you know, showing sounding on the mic. And yeah, so, yeah. so they never explained what that process was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, like if you're if you're doing it with someone else in the booth, like you try to s- turn the page while they're speaking so that, you know, it's, it's on your mic, but you have to do it like very slowly. And like sometimes you like pick <clears> it up, finish the page and then put it down. And, you know, so. Well, I, Hey, Mark, I appreciate you hopping on. I, I know you, you had a little time to share with us tonight on this. We've got a, we've got a couple of recordings from some people we're going to play here next. And then <clears throat> we've got some, some uh, fans of the show and listeners of the show who, who we just want to share some time with. Thanks again. We appreciate you being a part of it and, and coming on here. And uh, we hope we get to run into you in person fairly soon and, and not miss out on these opportunities. And if anything else, nothing else, we can count on a year from now, uh, meeting down at the ICCC in Nashville. Yes, now that thank you Michael for that. Havens has you hooked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that would be awesome. So yeah, so but I appreciate it, sir. We're gonna we're gonna play some other things here. Thanks you coming. Thanks for always being a part of the show, and no you problem. can count on this group always going to get in those audiobooks. Because oh, I appreciate it, guys. Congratulations it. on the 200th episode. That's really awesome. You got it. Thanks, Mark. See you guys. Good night. Yep. Yeah.